Are you comfy? Have you got the intro music? Yeah. Have you? No. You're the... Uh, I'm the sound guy. You're the, the music man. I'm the music man. I, I need to push this a little bit close to you. Can you... Uh, push it. Can you hear yourself? Push it real good. Uh, push it. <laughs> push it real good. Do, 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 do. do. How good is that? That makes a really good noise. <laughs> you can hear yourself for the first time in a few months, can't you? Do, do, do. Yeah, I'm loving it. Okay, ready, steady? Go! When the baby's finally asleep, take a breath, make yourself a fine cup of whatever you enjoy, and pull out your favorite ounce of weed. Prepare to have your mind stimulated, massaged, and gently molded into love putty. And not the yucky kind. The Pooley Pajama Party Podcast is kicking off. Presented by Caffeine Mark and Fairy Mary. Getting you ready to live the life you love. And we're back. The long-awaited return of... I am overly excited about hearing myself on the microphone. In your birthday pink headphones and my beautiful silver microphone birthday as well. Yeah, so our birthdays, we treated ourselves to a bit of an upgrade on some of the equipment. Mm. And um, it's it's weird because I couldn't hear myself very well previously. The headphones I had weren't that great. And now you have beautiful, chunky headphones. And we are here sitting in the lounge this time, not even in the studio, which is why the sound might be a bit fishbowly because half of the room is actually a kitchen and the other half of the room is a laundry slash playroom <laughs> slash lounge slash whatever happens in our daughter's imagination and creativity along the day. Yep. But um, I would like to tell you that we have been parents for 924 days. I got it right this time. Okay, I was just going to double I, check. I, I, yeah. Because Aggie will call you up on it otherwise. No, no, no. We're good. 924 days and approximately 20 hours and 34 minutes. Wow. That is actually quite amazing. Take out the 20 hours and 34 minutes because I have not looked at the time difference. We would be looking at 11 hours. It was in England. I know. I I'm, trying, I'm, trying, I'm trying to... Because I'm looking at the time in the morning. But anyway... There we go. Exciting times, right? 924 Woo! days. Yay! I don't have a round of applause to put on here. So we, I, I will next time because we'll be, we will be podcasting regularly. We're looking at doing it once a year, maybe twice. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we do have to apologize. We have been out of action. But we've had um, some quite cool progress with our other projects. So we have decided to commit to once a month doing this. Yes. Minimum. At least. With the occasional excited additional episode. Like mini Pooley Pajama podcasts. They're never going to be mini. We're too chatty. If we're here, we will chat. I just need to put some more buttons and more sound effects so we can play around. Because the only thing I've got at the moment is... Oh, what a surprise. (laughs) I know, because I haven't taken it off. And I I love this track. It's just great. So that... And I do have something I will bring up later on, which is, yeah, yeah, the recording of Lily, which was recorded on the same program. And it's the samples I used to make the intro for Caffeine Mark, the podcast. So I've got the raw bits of of sound here of her going, coffee time, daddy. So shall we briefly uh, update on our little projects that have been keeping us busy? Please do. Go ahead. So you have been doing awesome, awesome things with Caffeine Mark, the podcast. Um... And that's been a bit, a bit of an experiment. You've been drawing lots of different formats, and um, it has not. It, it's turned out good, but it has not turned out the way I thought it would. Yeah. Yeah, because I th- like the beginning of 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 the project was clearly informational and reasonably serious, with a little bit of funny here and there. But then I guess when I saw that. I got more downloads doing funny stuff. My ego took over and went, let's go for downloads. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> but it's, and it's not that it was, it's easy to do because I can do it on my own and I don't need to go out and interview somebody and or Skype them. It's something I, I do on my own whim of, of writing and inspiration. But the only reason why I don't do that in the other side is because I'm not quite confident in making my own research or doing putting my name to solid coffee information. Yeah, I th- I was thinking about that this evening actually. Um, 
because I was listening to some new episodes of a podcast that I quite liked um, previously and it was it's been relaunched I think they've switched where they're doing or the company supporting it or something yeah um, and it's called science versus I've heard uh, about that one yeah so I listened to the previous um, season and they just brought out a couple of new ones and when I listen to um, stuff you should know and radio lab I listen and I, I don't really question their research on things. They never leave me thinking, did you fully research that? Are there other sides that you haven't really explored? And she did two that were um, kind of relevant to me, the first two that have come out. Um, relevant in interests. One was on fracking, so I know very little about it except that we have a lot of friends mm -hmm. who are very against it. Um, and there's a lot of scare talk around it as well. Yep. Um, but I don't know much about it. Um, and I don't feel informed enough. So that was very interesting. But I guess I questioned that less. But the science... I, I just wasn't sure she fully explored all the options of opinions and actual research out there. The second one was on attachment parenting. So that I had a lot yeah. of kind of prior interest in. And I totally can say that she didn't fully explore the the science out there. Like there's been... Um, As a podcaster, there's, I think there's a couple of ways you can look at it. As a person who's broadcasting it, A, you're going to get negative feedback, whether you like it or not. No matter mm -hmm. how much research you do, there'll always be someone out there who knows more from a different angle yeah. about the same subject. So there's going to be someone... And, like there'll be a thousand people who know more from a different subject and one person in that thousand people who's pissed off enough to actually confront you publicly on Twitter or Facebook about it and make an issue of it. But for someone to already have the courage to go and do an expert TED talk or an expert podcast on a specific subject, for me, I don't feel I had the confidence to do it without interviews and other people in the, in, in the industry. And even when I wrote that post a couple of days ago about very simple coffee out and for, for beginners and it's something I posted up and a few people reacted oddly to it so this was kind of what I was thinking like she it wasn't that she didn't research it at all both sides of the argument she did but um, I'm not even an expert on it and I felt like she missed a few key things from it and it did make me think like it's quite a hard job to do and feel confident that you've actually fully explored things, especially when, you know, people write theses on things and you, they, you, they, you, they spend think... years investigating it and researching it and they come out with their, their... These are people with, like, one podcast a week. There's only so much research you can do mm. if you're doing one topic a week. Do you think maybe that's why she didn't go over those key things that you believe she missed is because she thinks that's common knowledge of that, hey, this is something you should no. have probably looked over before the whole, you saw my the speech? Whole sort of remit of the show is well basically it's science versus so it's science versus the the general myth or the general feeling about it so for example fracking there's a lot of scare stories about it mm. but the fracking companies say there's no problem with it and the fracking one was very balanced she did kind of come out on both sides and say both sides have a point on it um did she mention anything about the fact that the water around the fracking site seemed to just set itself on fire yeah so she did and the methane in the water um which is what made it flammable flammable um evaporates very quickly so in terms of the water safety testing yeah the water comes out safe <laughs> as much as that sounds incredible yeah within a very, very short time of that water being poured and coming into the air, that methane has completely evaporated and the water, when tested for all standards of water safety, and I was listening to that going, I still would not drink water that bursts into flames. I was actually just thinking that now, since fracking has started, animals actually stare at each other and go, come on, let's go drink it down at the Flaming Lake. <laughs> just... <laughs> It, it, it was kind of incredible. The pond of flames beckons us. Let's what go and What was quite shout. entertaining was the fracking companies themselves who just split hairs when it comes to arguments about it. So they'll say, like, uh, about chemical leakages and things. And most of the chemical leakage, from what I understood, is actually from the water that's used to kind of bore through the rock, um, which has chemicals in it. That water is then wastewater that's stored, and that stored waste.
just seems to be the biggest problem with fracking. Um, so most companies store it in tanks. Some store it in bunkers in the ground which are lined with plastic and some don't store it very well at all and this the leakage of the fracking water Mm -hmm. seems to be the problem so when she approached the fracking companies and said you know these things xyz are happening from fracking they go no it's not fracking that's doing that it's like well it is no it's not the fracking process which is causing those issues and they're totally spitting head they're like no it's the storage water issue it's not the fracking process that's doing that. Well, the fact is, they're probably right. If they outsource that to another company and go, hey, our job is clean, well, their it's, job it's, isn't. They're pretty much, you know, wiping their hands of their own issue. I, I can kind of, in some way, understand how they're probably looking at it. As a business person who's looking at it, hey, that's not our business. Like, we pass it on to other people. It's passing the buck, pretty much. I, th- I think this should be... If I, I, if, if I throw rubbish into my rubbish bin and that rubbish bin that's out there that wheelie bin ends up on the street and tipped over because the guy who was supposed to take it out on, on onto the back of a truck spilt it and didn't very appropriate have you seen our driveway recently no no no. but listen the, the, the fact is am i responsible for that though i would say you didn't cause it but i would still say that you should probably morally go and clean it up or contact the company and chase them up about it hmm but that still didn't cause it, so you can't say the fracking company caused it. If they knowingly pass their waste material onto a company who are not storing it correctly, I think they do have uh, an obligation to sort it out. Uh, contractually, I'm pretty sure they've got a lot of emails. I'm not talking about legally. <laughs> I'm talking about I think yeah. they should be obligated. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of that's emails. That's serious and science. I know, I was thinking and it's that. not very parenting. I um, know. Oh, let's just let's just break that up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't have a coffee, but that, that conversation was heavy. It's, gonna yeah, take it's, good, for us. it's good for us to occasionally, um, you know, break that, the baby brain. <laughs> that was a Ross conversation, deep into the fracking. You don't understand, Mark. You don't understand. Anyway, my whole point is that I think today, with media being so fast as oh, it that, is... No, I thought you were going back to us being actually like caffeine, Mark, doing well and... It is. It's and, related and then, to that. What you said about information, putting out information, yes. factual information. Wow, this is going back about eight minutes ago. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my point is, I will continue. Uh, my point is that I think it's very hard in today's media where everything is fast. You know, you have to report on stuff instantly and media is instant. There's no kind of an article written six months late well there is but not in the mass media um and i think it's very hard because i think there's a lot of incorrect information coming out because everyone wants it fast 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 Mm. rather than necessarily accurate good point i i I don't really care about the accuracy of my news i mean i don't believe uh the stories that i've read on twitter about uh, luxembourg being bought by a uh, fat jewish millionaire but uh i'm quite happy to just digest that as a a creative source of fun during the day. So that's my uh, ongoing, upgoing news that I get quite regularly. So, well done, Caffeine Mark. You're doing well. Yeah, I'm doing very well. I specialise in coffee. It's been good. I, I have interviewed Gwilym Davis, and that was very fun. He's got such a chuffed look on his face right now. Yeah. It, it's since starting this podcast, where I've met Reg Barber. We went over and met the world champion. We also met the Australian champion. I was honoured to guest as one of the judges in one of his um, rehearsals for the competition. Unbelievable. And uh, that was a nice trip to Canberra, which we must mention. We had a beautiful trip to Canberra. Hello to Rob and Catherine. And that was fun. Since then. But fun. Yeah, it was quick but fun. And, And since then, I have also, I will be soon meeting Robert Forsyth, the, I believe, president or head of the SCAA Association. Gotta get that right before you see him. ASCAA, Australian (laughs) Specialty Coffee Association. Aska, Aska, Aska. It's catchy. It it is. And um, yeah, interview with Gwilym Davis. So I've I've been doing all right. Pretty big names in the coffee industry. But coming back to writing that article earlier on, hold on. It is hard when you start a podcast to do something by yourself and to take the shit that comes with it when people go, you're wrong or 
I see it differently and that should yeah. be, which I copped in the last couple of days and went, oh, this is interesting, but it's nice because I would rather be uh, or spoken to that way than irrelevant, than completely ignored on my opinions yeah. that I post. So it's really, it's quite nice. It was one of my favorite posts actually that you had done. Yeah. And you came home and I was like, oh, I love that post. And then you went, oh, well, not everyone did. Yeah, well, I mean, they had a good point, but at the same time I had to explain to them where I came from. And then when, when I did that, I, I think we all understood if you if you read the thread we all got it didn't break out into an argument or anything which some do some get very 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 emotional about their latte art very tell you what is quite funny before we move on to your outstanding success story I signed up to the IGLAC competition which is the intergalactic no the international grand latte art championship and uh, I signed up the other day and put all my details through and they sent me an email going, look, we're doing a social media thing. Do you want to send us some um, your, your social media links? So I did for Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And then they said, do you want to send us like a photo of your work? And I thought, well, my latte art is not quite as refined as some of the guys that are going to be competing. Some of them are magical. Some of them so are why fantastic. are you going into it? You- I, 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 it's for fun to meet top people and to find other people to interview and to make a complete fool of myself and promote the no. podcast puffle puffle fun of myself but anyway that's the idea and so in, in that sense i thought okay well, let's go comedy wise here so i sent her that photo of a cappuccino where i drew a little stick man in chocolate syrup on it <laughs> <laughs> they reply not yet i've been waiting for an email back to see if they can get you taking this seriously or should we give this to somebody else <laughs> <laughs> to the non-coffee drinkers or coffee appreciators out there um, that that is a little bit like going to art school with big fat children's crayons and saying look at my stick man drawing <laughs> should we play hangman um, but so that's <laughs> so I signed up to this competition and if they're going to show anything as a profile picture it's going to be this little cappuccino stick man <laughs> You didn't send the Caffeine Mark logo? No, 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 I didn't. No, I, I sent the link to Caffeine Mark, the Facebook page and Twitter. and um, But they wanted a photo of your work, like show off your design, show off what you can do. <laughs> and that, so I went, okay, well, I, 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 I think that there's what there's going to be 36, 36 contestants. So they're going to get 36 really good photos of coffee. It's going to be really hard to remember any of them outstanding unless one of them's completely odd. And my one... (laughs) 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 Who the fuck sent that in? Have we got a nine-year-old in this competition? So I am quite happy with that. It's um, You look thoroughly chuffed with yourself. Oh, I'm dying to meet this woman, Helen, who sent the email because I spoke to her on the phone. I was like, hey, you know, I'm signing up to this thing. What's up? Did you get my picture? Yeah, did you get my picture? <laughs> did it come through okay? Do you need a higher resolution? My mum put it in the post for me. <laughs> but yeah, there you go. Well, so, well done. That's been since... Your dad's birthday that I started the podcast, 1st of April. When did you start your project? A little bit before that or around the same time? No, X. Yeah. Um, I started working last October. But the momentum... My first demo was October. But April actually was when my recent surge of... Of super motivation steroids. Yeah. Yeah, so it was around the same time. And I'm loving it. And you're doing really well. So please, what was the first month like? I don't think I anticipated being successful. I, w- I just wanted to be okay. I wanted to earn a little bit of pocket money. I just wanted to be a bit more stable in my business. Um, in your business? In my business. Handle my business. You just waved your hand like you were gangstering it out. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to have some stable income. Um, but it's actually really taken off. And I'm quite proud of myself. And I've done quite well. And I'm building a little team. That's really nice. I'm really enjoying that. Um, which is something when I started this job, I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not going to be doing team stuff. I just want to do some demos myself. That's it. Um, so I really like that over the last few months, time and again, the kind of 
goal that I had, I've kind of done it, broken it, moved on to the next one without even realizing that I was doing that. Um, so it's, yeah, it's been great, but it's been really, really hectic and busy. Um, so it's been three months now. Yeah. Last month, you... I nailed it. Yeah, you placed top 20, right? Top 10. I was number 10. Last month? Yeah. Yeah? And this top month? Top 20 the month before. Yeah, okay, that's, yeah, okay, that's what I meant. In June, I was 20. In July, I was 10. Sweet. And just a quick quote, around the same time, I was doing quite well on the rankings on the New and Noteworthy, by the way, Caffeine Mark. Yeah, Which, hopefully, with picking up a few things, if people feel like rating and reviewing Pooly Pajama Patty Podcast, we are on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Yeah, it would be really nice, actually, to kind of do a bit more work on this one. I know. We are on Facebook and on Twitter. I will be posting this on Facebook and on Twitter. And uh, so will Mary, because she's admin. <laughs> she's admin, baby, so she can do this too. And I will start posting more stuff on the Facebook pages too, including some Norwick stuff, if we can help promote your bits and bobs and some of the Caffeine Mark stuff. I really love working for a company that I like at all levels. So I like the company ethos. I like the products. I like the people I work with. And that's pretty amazing. I don't think you get that very often in your lifetime to work for a company that you like at all levels they do a lot of boxes our podcast room has become a tetris game of fucking norwex boxes <laughs> that's fairly true actually <laughs> um uh, we need the to only problem is that when you that line the floor with these fucking things they don't disappear but they slowly do every now there's kind of an influx and then an, an outflux <laughs> <laughs> um and our house is slowly getting cleaner so that's quite good. Um, yeah, I feel proud of what I'm doing. So I'm happy. Nice. So we're both moving up in the world. And in the meantime, our gorgeous, gorgeous little girl who is 924 days old, she is outstanding. Here are the samples I was talking about earlier on because uh, we're 20 minutes and now we can listen to this. Time. Coffee time. Can you say, Daddy, it's coffee time. Daddy, it's coffee time. Coffee time, baby. Coffee time, baby. Awesome coffee. Awesome coffee. Awesome coffee. Uh-oh. Oh, my God, I love her so much. Time. Coffee time. That was gold. I wonder where the uh-oh came from. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what she dropped. But something dropped and she looked and went, uh-oh. And that was perfect for obviously the sample that I use in Caffeine Mark, the podcast. Do you want to say it a bit more? <laughs> We're not promoting it enough. I think. No, no, no. But it was just, it wasn't meant to be for that. I thought, well, was it? Of course it was meant to be for that. And but the uh-oh was unplanned. No, yeah. That came in beautifully. Um, she's, she's so fun. I love being her mum. I love the fact that she's noticed that we do credit funny behaviour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she has this awesome fake laugh. She's like, you're funny. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> it's such a... I funny. Ha, I ha, funny. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Daddy laugh. <laughs> Mummy, clap hands. <laughs> she's gorgeous. Of she's, course I can. Yeah, she's so... She's just such a lovely nature. She's quite fun. She um. She just entertains me every day. She does things every day that I find entertaining. We are we are very lucky in the sense that we have a very good-looking girl. Because I saw a photo the other day of a baby who looked. <laughs> this is going to be controversial. Just carry like on. A baby who looked freakishly like Gordon Ramsay. Okay, that's a bit weird. Yeah. Now, there's only a certain amount you can love it. Like, even if it is your own child, there's a certain amount of natural endorphins, I guess, that that help you, that push you to love this child. But sometimes you've got to go, holy shit, something just, wow, God, why? What happened? (laughs) You're saying this from the privileged position of a gorgeous daughter. I know, because uh, I'm actually just going to Google this on your... But then, do you know what? I have to think, I'm like, maybe we're just blind, you know? Maybe she is actually quite... But it, it's also... Do you know what? I was thinking, one of my things I want to talk about today was 
That sentence was garbled, wasn't it? Good luck, Edward. I love the time doing One of the things I wanted to talk about today was how I think I view everything in life pretty much differently now I've had Lily. Like everything, even statements like that. I sit there and this this little part of me that... Like part of me that... Sorry. I just got to show you this baby's photo. I guess maybe still quite cute, but I can see the resemblance. <laughs> um, A forehead like that. That's before Gordon Ra- no, 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 after Gordon Ramsay got the hair done. He got the beautiful hair done. He's got his indestructible hair transplant hat. It is quite funny. <laughs> um, but, so I look at, like, everything differently. So you say about that, and I think, as parents, we shouldn't be promoting this ideal of looks being that important. Uh, I agree. We shouldn't promote it, but I always try and look at how different people bring their kids up, how they behave, how they sometimes, when you see parents with three, four children, how they prefer one over the other, you wonder why, what is it behavior, is it looks? When a step-parent comes into a new family, how does he judge the new kids? If he's got to become the new dad of three or four children, how does he get to know them? How does he judge them? Is it an appearance, is it behavior? Sometimes a lot starts with appearance. And if you come into a family where you have just suddenly become the stepmom to eight mildly ugly face like tire and chewed up chewing gum. Wow. <laughs> you're gonna take you're, you're gonna take a while to get. You, you need to adapt. There needs what to if be an adaptation. Really cool kids. Exactly. You need to adapt. You need to find a way to adapt. You need to find that cool because at first there's a barrier. When for aesthetically strange, or let's say normal people, I don't know what I call normal, to be honest, but <laughs> symmetrically, <laughs> symmetrically gorgeous. Yeah, keep going, keep going. I'll just go out and, I'm just going to pop to Bunnings and get you a shovel. <laughs> oh, there you go. End of rant. <laughs> but I do find that I, I see everything differently. I watch television and I watch different shows. Like, I used to love watching horror and scary things. Mm. Not so much anymore. Because now there's suddenly someone very little and vulnerable who I can be scared for. You're scared of Lily in a horror movie? Scared for, not of. Okay. Revenge of the Killer Baby. But, you know, even now that my TV choice has changed as a result of having her. And You never used to watch Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> okay, I still watch some of the same stuff. <laughs> um, but, you know, there's things like this that I don't do anymore. And when I watch anyone having a baby on television, it makes me cry. Like, Call the Midwife is just like a sob fest. I used, to, I used to see other people comment on things like that and say, oh my God, it just makes me cry. And I'm like, why? And now I've had Lily and I get it. And I, I can't really explain it. No, no. I can't explain why I can't watch Here Comes the Boom with you anymore. <laughs> why can't you watch it with me anymore? I haven't watched it with you since that time. You, <laughs> you cried during the very ultimately <laughs> cheesy singing scene at the end. of a, It's a cage fight scene where what a whole bunch of high school students suddenly start singing in the stands like that would ever happen and you were weeping it was Pregnancy glorious hormones glorious awesome yeah so it it really does i'm just amazed by how it affects everything i do everything i say i'm conscious of what sort of effect is that having on her what image is that giving her when i'm if i do or don't put makeup on what message is that giving her? What role model am I being by doing whatever I am doing? It just has made me very conscious of everything I do all the time. So if I'm eating food, um, you know, is this setting a good example of food I'm eating? Is this, is this promoting healthy eating to her? Is this promoting that eating is just something we do and we enjoy rather than a stressful thing, you know? It's just, I question myself on so many things I'd never even thought about before. Do you ever think she looks at, her, at you and goes, she, she's, she asks herself a lot of fucking questions. She needs to chill out. 
I've always asked too many questions. I know. Well, that's the thing. It's My brain has never stopped The worrying. whole monitoring thing constantly is probably what... Yeah, it's probably not very healthy for me. Yeah. But maybe that's why I did philosophy at university. Because I needed that constant chatter in my head. Philosophy? Philosophy. I thought I'd been flossing all these years. You're hilarious. It's a bit like my dad thinking I was going to be marrying a barrister. (laughs) 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 Oh, how the mighty fell. Speaking of your dad, I watched that video today of those fucking drone animals. (laughs) That... Is brilliant. I watch the whole thing. That was fucking fantastic. I watched like the first couple of minutes, and I was like, oh, I just "You saw the flying think. ostrich?" Yes. Oh my god. So, um, I think we might have to put this on the wall just to share it. I, uh, my dad, has um, enjoyment for taxidermy. Not doing it, but buying animals that have been preserved. Yeah. So he's got a nice big badger. Yeah, and um, a big puffer fish. I don't know if I'm saying that. And we got him. Glass cabinet. Okay, yeah. Puffed. And, and uh, then we got him the cat with the, the wings. Flying cat, yeah. yeah. And um, has he had some more since then? Has he bought some more? I think he's got a hare. Has he got a bird as well? Is there a couple of birds? Yeah, there? I think it's a bird. I don't know. I, I, to be honest, I, I don't take much enjoyment in it myself. Um, but he just collects random shit and you just don't know that he has new stuff because he nicely kind of camouflages into all the yeah, old shit Yeah, because otherwise he gets got. shit from the family for doing <laughs> a fortune on a dead, yeah. stuffed cat. Yeah, how much is that? I said, I said, I said, oh, I just you fell off a truck. £260. Well anyway, my dad has um, this macabre interest in taxidermy and there is a video of a man whose cat died and it was his beloved cat. Orville. And he didn't want to lose it, so he had it taxidermied into a sort of like cross shape and then made it into a drone yeah if you can picture like a flying squirrel leaping between branches that's how this cat is set up with propellers at the end of its it's the end of its little paws and it's got a hatch on its back where it has to be opened up so they can it's so funny it is so funny i cracked up laughing the flying rat was hilarious as well i didn't get that far I saw the ostrich. The ostrich, because he was like, yeah, well, we thought that the ostrich could not fly, so we thought, what will we do next? We will make an ostrich fly. <laughs> it's just... It, I find those sorts of things fascinating, that there's people in this world whose brain goes in that direction. Since the internet has come about, the way people c- can communicate, you can find anybody who go, yeah, fuck, I'll, I'll do that. Like when the Yes Men set out to go and make that dick suit made up with that big golden suit with the yeah. inflatable dick and the screen on it, they had to find someone to make that shit. You don't just randomly order a dick suit off the internet. <laughs> or you probably... Well, you do. That's yeah, you do. You've just said. Yeah, you can, but... You don't walk down to the high street and find it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that, that's that's your point. So, yeah. <laughs> Taxidermied cats. Nice. Mark looked deep in thought. Just yeah, there. I was Do actually... I'd just be replaying taxidermied flying cats. I had another couple of things that I, that I thought about talking about, but uh, um, a couple of shout-outs. I want to say thank you to Refka, Adele, Paul and Greg for the lovely birthday presents. Almost said Christmas presents, birthday presents. And um, the last few rounds of uh, Cards Against Men in New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, was trying to do a surprise party for Mark. And we quite like playing um, Cards Against Humanity. But in my rush to send this message out to the family, I said, come and play Humans of New York with us. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not very good with remembering names. <laughs> Which is a great page. It is. I think it's one of my favourite things. I, on. I love the people are actually parodying it as well a little bit. Have you, there's one of the Humans of Australia, I think it is. Mm. But have um, you seen the guy who's just changing the, the captions and playing around with the same photos so it's taking the photos added new captions yeah God, I wonder about how that works with copyright because uh, because it's parody I don't think it's an issue I don't think he's uh, it's kind of self it's almost promoting humans mm. of New York in that same way there's a nice one it's an Australian based one and um, I just talked to refugees or immigrants and to no, not everybody refugees. in Australia then <laughs> yeah well um, just um, yeah people with immigrant stories who have come many as refugees I think yeah. 
I've not seen ones that haven't been. Um, but it's really interesting because he kind of gets into their stories and shows how Australia was their kind of saviour most of the time. There's some beautiful stories. There's some strange ones as well, but there's some beautiful yes. ones. You just left off a nice big yawn, and I know you've got some work to do. And we've done a nice so little 35-minute podcast. I have, I have podcast, my tips yeah. and tricks. Tips and tricks. Tips. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately... Tips. That's not my... Tricks and pet peeves from Fairy Mary. Here at Pooley Pajama Party Podcast. Stitcher Radio iTunes. Fairy Mary gets high. Fairy Mary flies high. Oh, I'd just like to point out also, very quickly before the tips and tricks, that yours truly, Caffeine Mark, was at the 420 picnic this year and took out the joint rolling competition thank you tips and tricks couldn't let me have my moment could you had to come in with your stoner moment <laughs> well little achievement before we knock out tips and tricks my love you got okay, a tip you got a trick so, what's up when Lily was younger she didn't really have much hair for a very long time actually she now has a little mini ponytail but as a result we never put hairbands on her when she was kind of a baby I think we had one um and I, I kind of used to go, what's the point of them when they don't... The point is that they get used to them. So you don't have to spend six months slowly integrating a hairband into their life that they will accept. It is so hard to get her to put a hairband on or anything. Um, so my tip for all new mums and dads is get those hairbands and those headbands and put them on even when they have no hair. Because then once the time they have hair, they'll just think it's normal to have them. That's my tip. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my pet peeve goes out to Aldi this month. Oh, Aldi peeve. Yeah, I'm really annoyed. So I've been hanging out for their gluten-free week. And they usually do them like twice a year. And it's been a long time since they did their last one. They didn't do it during um, the gluten-free awareness week this year. We which they usually do we can't have that so the main reason I was waiting for it is for bread because Lily has just gone back to gluten free having endured months of eating gluten to do the celiac testing which she had last week week mm. before and I really wanted to be prepared and have lots of nice gluten free yumminess things because she's having she was having to have bread every day so she's missing it and um, they only had basically their crap their fast food type stuff which do you know what there's a place for it and people who are gluten free love it because they don't get to buy it that often so like instant macaroni cheese and things like that which people go bananas at Uh, there's two problems with that one we can't have any of the crap stuff because it all has dairy egg or soy in it what no more powdered mashed potato oh shame um but they didn't have any of their kind of the healthy options there's no bread mixes there was no um, whole grain flours so they have their basic flour which is okay but their whole grain flour is so much better for baking just incredible the difference it made and I was thinking yay they'll come out and I'll just buy the the whole row of it and it will last me the next six months they didn't bring it out none of it fuck Aldi so I'm really annoyed with Aldi and I'm going to be writing a complaint on there Facebook page. Yep. Because that's what I do. I I think they are always really happy. I just happy. think it's really bad how many... There was a there was a sort of little meme thing that one of the pages I follow put out. And it was, it was about how... Um, s- sort of... Okay, it was catchy, but I can't remember how, how they put it to make it catchy. But basically the point was that those coupons for supermarkets like some people live off those coupons and people people like almost sort of spend a quarter of what they would have to spend on food because they collect the coupons and there's people who have like folders for coupons and things like that and they do their shopping via coupons and they they save themselves a fortune doing this the problem is that most of those coupons are not for healthy food so they're very rarely for fresh fruit and vegetables or things like or staples like that um and this this post was um something saying that basically you know you're a healthy person when the coupons just are not of any interest sort of thing um and it is stupid why why are the coupons not for fresh fruit and vegetables why are they not for rice and the basic cooking um 
items they're, they're not they're always for biscuits they're always for sugary drinks they're always for sweets and it's it's frustrating that's my kind of pet peeve offshoot it's my rant that was a big pet peeve yeah, I've been saving that one up. I know. I think you actually, that wasn't even, like, that wasn't, on a ratio of pet peeves, you just kicked a pet puppy. No, I didn't. I wouldn't kick puppies. You did metaphorically. No. You just, no. you put on a set of gumboots. You chased it into a corner. Yeah, because gumboots are sexy on ladies. I, I could see you in a bikini gumboot modeling a whippersnapper. Calm down. <laughs> A steel whip snipper. Hmm. Yes. So. <laughs> now I need gumboots to go and splash in the puddles of Lily. She's very, very annoyed. That we're going I to the snow. We're going to the snow. We can say that. Yeah, Paulie Podcast yeah, is going to the snow. Yeah, we're not going to say when because no, that would no. be stupid. No, but we are going. We're going to take our daughter to the snow. She's going Actually, to see Lily and I are taking Mart to the snow because he's this very overexcited child about this. Although, were you there yesterday? the day before I can't remember we were on Skype with someone and um, we said we are going on holiday and Lily got super excited we're going to the snow (laughs) she doesn't even know what snow is but she's super excited that we're going to it I'm super excited but you know what it is I know so I'm super excited I have a friend there who has the coolest job he drives the cats that um, uh, clean down the ski fields He's the one you thought was a snowplow driver. Yeah, so he technically is a snowplow driver, but it's a snowcat, and he doesn't do the roads, he does the actual ski slopes. Pretty cool. Which, yeah, I reckon, if that's, I mean, what a random job. What does he do the rest of the year? uh, Good question. Are we going to see him when we go over? Yeah. Because I've got a lot of questions like that. Yeah, yeah, we'll try and catch up with him on the first night. So we can, we, if we can get there reasonably early, we have no snow gear yet. You realise that? I know, no. We we need to we need to start knitting. <laughs> we need to bring in some. No, no. We do have snow gear. I've got some thermals. That's we, it. Yes, I've got thermals as well. I'll wear them on my head, and uh, we will bring back leather. We will bring back hide and leather, and we will bring back wool, and I will take all the stuffing from the inside of Lily's toys, and I'll make. Yeah, that won't upset her at all. I'll make like little white jackets for us. So we'll look like really warm sheep people and we'll blend in with the snow and we'll probably go missing instantly. And we won't even see each other. Just vroom. There we go. I was waiting to see how far that one was going. <laughs> so, yeah. We're going to go and be missing sheep people dressed in fluff. I find it quite funny that we're going to the snow having left our snow gear in Europe because oh, we're going to Australia. It was pretty silly, really. Oh. You should have told me. I, I, they've only actually just grown the mountains here recently. Over the last two years that you've been here, they grew the mountains. It wasn't actually... It was more of a hill to start off with. That, that film, The Man Who Went Up a Hill and Came Down a Mountain? Came on a mountain. Came down a mountain. He fell Hugh on a hill. Went up a hill and came down a mountain. Okay. For a second, I thought he went up the hill to masturbate onto a mountain. No, not came on a mountain, came down a mountain. I vaguely remember watching it, and it's some Isn't film. that like just still coming on a mountain, but just turning, so it just has a bit more airtime? No. <laughs> so I think it was all about this classification of some hill somewhere in England, and the, the locals called it a mountain. Non-locals or the neighbouring people said it was just a hill, and they had to say how high it was and I think they I don't know they built a step on the top and made it a mountain I don't know I can't remember it actually at all I just remember Hugh Grant was in it and it was a random film that's a that's a brilliant detail that the only detail you can remember is Hugh Grant's face and it's yeah random. that's it did it have a title maybe not was it funny I can't remember who was in it Hugh Grant next please thank no, I'm you I'm going to find out I'll find out you got to talk for a second I'm gonna... well I'm going to go and say uh, a big shout out to uh, Ramya and uh Dan and Summer and Millie and um, shout out to uh, anybody else who's listening like the Canton family the beautiful Canton family in Eastbourne if you are listening there you go shout out to you um, yeah are we going to wrap this one up soon should I start playing the 
at our yeah, music account. Yeah, I'm looking out for the. I'm looking for the film. So you've yeah. got to keep talking for a second. Come on, nothing usually stops you. So I know I'm just tired now. It's been a very long week of making coffees, and tired. you wouldn't let me make a coffee before this podcast because you're a cruel woman, and that eventually will be considered domestically abuse. Which, if it's done soon enough, I should retroactively be owed a coffee. I think you'll find. I don't think you should drink as much coffee as you do. Well, that's probably because you don't drink coffee. You don't know how awesome it is. Uh, here you go. The Englishman who went up a hill but came down a mountain. They did not fuck that title up at all, did they? They couldn't shorten it They wanted it up. to make sure you knew exactly what the film was about. And that's pretty much... A Hugh Grant. A silent Tara movie. Fitzgerald. Never heard of her. There's sorts of faces you'll recognise, but... Um, not necessarily the names. I don't think there are lots of English actors that you'd probably recognise their faces, but not really know their names. Well, let's hope that Hugh Grant eventually comes on all of them and um, has a good movie career. He's done very well for himself. When an English cartographer, 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 cartographer must tell a Welsh village that their mountain is only a hill, the offended community sets out to change that. It was a blockbuster hit. Oh, wow. Like, do you know what? Just by that, I really feel like I need to see that movie. You should. Oh. This was after he made Four Weddings and a Funeral. I find that extraordinary. They must have paid him a lot of money. A lot of money. Went, listen, we have this piece of shit, and the only thing anybody is ever going to remember from this and talk about in a podcast later on is your face. And they'll eventually Google it, and then other people hear about this piece of shit and not want to see it, but still remember that you started it after a good movie. How's that, Huey? Back to Fairy Mary in the podcast. Funny. I'm just looking through his filmography here. How many kind of dud films he did when um, after um, uh, For Weddings and a Funeral? He killed it after that, right? No, or did he just he did did he, a lot of dud films? Really? Was that. there a whole lot of shit ones that just oh, never yeah. came out? Oh, no, no, they came out. They're just probably ones you've not heard of. Restoration. Nine months, I've seen it on TV a lot. I'm surprised uh, as to how many movies that Quentin Tarantino has done with some pretty big stars that don't make a, a front page, like the one he did with Russell Crowe, The Man with the Iron Fist. Never made a list that I've ever seen. I came across it by complete YouTube surfing. It's very weird. Never heard of it. Exactly. And for some reason, it was a very interesting movie where Russell Crowe laid in a bath and had pearls pulled out of... No, he pulled pearls out of a woman's ass with his mouth. Wow. You've just sold it to me. Yep. You have to check it out. It's called The Man with the Iron Fist, and it's all about pearls and women's asses. Not. Really? No, it's a kung fu movie. It's a piss-take kung fu movie about a guy who gets his hand amputated, so forges another fist for himself and goes and exacts revenge on the guy who took his hand. It's actually made by a guy called Rizza, I think, or Jizza G from the Wu-Tang Clan. He is the main producer of the movie with Quentin Tarantino and Russell Crowe. And it is fucking hilarious. But I That's didn't, quite a bit of random knowledge there. It, it, it is just so dark that I didn't know. It, there's a few documentaries that you just don't know about and that have been out for a couple of years. You're like, why did I not know about this? This is something that seems to have... It should have been mainstream, but isn't on my radar and then you find out about it and you're like jeez it's three years ago it's been a long time hmm. so there you maybe because you've had a child so for two years you've just been zoned out of everything not an excuse not an excuse nutcase my brother from another mother nutcase has three children and mother he is from another up, brother. my mother from another brother <laughs> and he is up to scratch on pretty much everything he knows about Pokemon Go he knows about changing nappies he writes poetry and um, I love him he is my cuddly bear boy I love talking about books with him he is a bookie I do love them I cannot believe actually speaking about books about them he has his own podcast called The Book Self yes so look that up I believe it's on iTunes as well I'm not quite sure but I can put up some links in the Pooly Pajama Podcast Pooly Pajama Party Podcast supporting The Book Self by Nutcase. And his first interview, or one of the first interviews, is with the gentleman who wrote, is it The Chariots of the Gods? Kirk Don Vonnegut? 
It's got the name of like some I Dutch basketball player. I can't do any sort of Don von Gerkigen. Names of anyone, I don't remember it. Gerke Fontigen. So I, I have a shout out to my old university friend Jenny, who said that she was listening to the podcast while she was running. So that was a few months ago. We haven't done any since. Good point. But I'm going to tell her that we're doing it again. And I thought I should give her a shout out and say, oh, thanks. Thanks for being a fan. Cheers to the love. So I hope you're still running and enjoying it. The podcasting life, that is. Um, Do you know what I wish on the pages? You used to be able to do it with pages and Facebook. You could like other pages. So in your page you'd be like oh we like these other pages yes I see what you mean and there's no longer that function because I'd like to like other pages about things that relate to parenting or relate to podcasting I agree and I see the function you mean because I've tried to do that with other pages and it's done my head in with Caffeine Mark because I want to like yeah you can't a whole bunch of other people through Caffeine Mark and through Poorly Pajama Party Podcast but I find that Mark Zuckerberg and his restrictive rules that he's inflicted on the blue federal F of Facebook is ruining my life. That's hard. I know. Right, we need to wrap this up before we start rambling even more. It has been <coughs> reasonably fun. Um, we have been back now and we have done a nice little podcast. Fairy Mary, I love you. Thank you very much for uh, forcing me to do this with a nice new Blue Yeti microphone and your beautiful pink headphones. We are Poorly Pajama Party Podcast, Fairy Mary, Caffeine Mark on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Please leave a review and a rating. We do enjoy that. You can also check out the Patreon page, which goes by Caffeine Mark, but it has all of the episodes at the moment. I have two maybe to update, including this one for Poorly Pajama Party Podcast. So that's available on PC and Mac, so you can go to town on that, because I know that the people who don't have iTunes sometimes struggle to find it. So Patreon. like us on Facebook. Like us on Facebook, Poorly Pajama Party Podcast. Rate us on iTunes. I have said that. Review as well. And support us on Patreon. And I do believe I've said it as well. I'm just recapping. Lovely. We're not on Twitter. As Poorly Pajama Podcast? Yes, we are. Are we? Poorly PJ Podcast. How did I not know that? If you listen back about two or three episodes, <laughs> and if you look on Twitter sometimes, you might see that I've been quite a busy boy. On. I um, I stopped twittering. I know you don't tweet anymore, so that's that's what happens when you. There's only so much a girl can do yeah. in her life. We've still got 20 loyal followers on Twitter that are hanging on the <laughs> way. <laughs> and I think two of them are Amy and Nutcase. Oh, bless. Oops. Big love to you all, folks. Thank you very much for coming in to Thank listen. Thank you. And uh, we'll speak to you soon. <laughs>